0: Game balls, key plays, key players. Our biggest takeaways from this massive win for the 49ers in Week 8, 31-14 over the Los Angeles Rams. Coming at you right now. You are Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock alongside Eric Crocker at BD Peacock at Eric underscore Crocker on Twitter. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Croc, how was the crowd at Levi's South, the big carport as it is known on this podcast? I know you were in the building at SoFi Stadium, 31-14 win, big win for the 49ers. How strong did the 49ers faithful come in this one? Because it sounded on the broadcast, even not, it didn't even sound as loud for the 49ers on the broadcast as it looked as red in the crowd. Like that was pretty crazy. That was probably 70%, by my estimation, 49ers fans in the house.
1: If you told me it was 70%, I'd say, yeah. If you told me it was 90%, I'd say, yeah, there were a lot of 49ers fans. And, I did hear some people or at least see some people tweet me saying the broadcast was saying that it was like 50, 50. It was not 50, 50, not, not even close. It it was definitely more so of a, uh, a home game for the San Francisco 49ers.
0: As we have said all along, Croc, the 49ers stole Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers. They didn't give up enough for how good Christian McCaffrey is. Uh, Not only a dual threat Croc. A triple threat, Croc throwing the touchdown pass as well, catching a touchdown pass. He rushed for a touchdown. Christian McCaffrey's line on the day, 18 carries for 94 yards and a touchdown, 5.2 yards per carry. He had eight catches for 55, beautiful touchdown catch from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And then threw his own 34-yarder to Brandon Ayuk, which was a beauty. I mean, that thing was a move ball. It was pretty. Uh, It didn't have to be perfect, but it was. Uh, It was a great pass for Christian McCaffrey. So your thoughts, Croc, in the building watching Christian McCaffrey live, really unleashed by Kyle Shanahan this week. We didn't see it last week. He'd only spent a couple days with the Niners, but now got a full week of practice. And uh, Kyle Shanahan said he would be uh, fully operational. And, man, Christian McCaffrey was against the Los Angeles Rams.
1: He, he was, and he had a ton of touches. At one point, I looked at my, my my brother Donald, and I said, man, I feel like Christian McCaffrey has like 25 touches right now. And it was like second quarter, right? He he touched the ball early and often. They looked to get the ball in his hands where there was, uh running the ball, uh, pass catching. And early on, as far as the run game goes, it was still tough sledding. I think at one point he had like five carries for 10 yards. But he was still making plays on the ground and obviously we saw him throw the touchdown pass that you uh, talked about. I think overall, you know, from half to half, it was terrific and just seeing his impact. And that was our big question, at least my big question was, is the impact that you're going to get from him going to be worth what you gave up, what you potentially might lose, when you talk about money and potential other players. And I think if he continues to play like that, then it's not going to matter if you have to lose players or what you gave up for them or what you used because, I mean, we just saw the impact, right? I mean, whether it was on the ground, in the air, throwing the ball, uh, having to account for them, I've never seen the 49ers throw to the running back as much as they did in that game. And that was one of the big questions, right? Like, okay, are they going to change their offense and do something that they just have not done, which is throw to the running backs? And, yeah, they definitely did. So it was exciting to see, and it looked like it brought a totally different dynamic to this 49ers offense that I think they were missing.
0: I see a lot in the chat, and like I, it's amazing how wrong people get it and uh, people who pick and choose what they want to hear when they're listening to a podcast, Croc. Um Kid Trixta says, Peacock hated CMC. I don't hate Christian McCaffrey. I know Christian McCaffrey's super talented, right? Um, the question was, how much more than a running back is he? And in this game, he was a ton more than a running back. But here's the thing. Ton of touches in this game, croc right for Christian McCaffrey. How many touches did he have? 25, 26, 20, 26 touches in this game. If Christian McCaffrey gets 26 touches a game, is he going to be able to stay healthy? The the attrition is what the is what impacts the running back position and the value there. And people have a hard time Ah. with that. I I said when the 49ers made the trades, like, look, I don't know if this is gonna work out for the 49ers because they gave up a lot. Will they able to get that value? He has to be used a lot more than a running back, which he was in this game. And he has to not get hurt. And you can't declare victory after one game. They didn't trade for Christian McCaffrey for a win in October, right? Uh, so this is like, you got to calm down. We got to wait for this whole thing to play out. We knew Christian McCaffrey was talented. We knew Christian McCaffrey was a dual threat. I didn't see the the touchdown pass coming. I didn't see any of that in the comments when the 49ers traded for him. Um, but uh, Christian McCaffrey is... A great football player and the 49ers have him, right? Uh, and people are mad at me about right. it. But you want to declare victory after one game and pretend that running backs don't get hurt and pretend that Christian McCaffrey's not going to get hurt for the next three years when he gets touches the ball 26 times per game. Have fun with that, right? Um I, but Christian, I, I say awesome. though. and if he's if you told me right now, if Christian McCaffrey does what he did in this game every game for three years and doesn't get hurt. Of course the 49ers win this trade, right? They did not give up nearly enough for someone that impacted the game like Christian McCaffrey did in this football game. Um, Yeah, and
1: I think the the usage that we saw today for it to be a good trade, right? Because I think that was one thing that came out on ESPN and it said, like, you know, will the the 49ers look back and say this was a good trade? And I think the analytics or whatever spit out a number and it basically turned out to be like, no, they will look back and regret this trade, but because – can he sustain this type of production? So you hope he can. And if he does, then yeah, worth every pick. And you you watch uh, what he did today. And I'm curious to see what the next team does. Who, who the 49ers play after the bye? Is it like uh, Arizona maybe? Or, you know, how did Arizona look to be, all right, we got to stop this guy from touching the ball 26 times, really 27, when you count the touchdown pass. I mean, that, that that's going to be, that's going to be what everybody's going to key in on. But you also, likely get guys like Debo Samuel back and then that starts to open these up so then like last week when I kept saying out loud hey just you know say this to yourself who the 49ers have as pass catchers or weapons in general Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Kyle Juszczyk and now Christian McCaffrey and having all those guys at your disposal it should help and it definitely helped in this game this was the first time that I looked at the offense and even, even like whether it was the uh, what's the other game, the uh, the Panthers game and whatnot, like there were some stagnant times. This was the first time I looked at the offense and I said, This is this is a good offense. I thought Jimmy Garoppolo, and we'll, we'll get to everybody else, but as it pertains to Christian McCaffrey, I think he he helped a lot. He helped a lot.
0: Oh, uh, absolutely. And I want to see more. I, I love what Tony's saying here convert him to wide back, more receptions than carries. And I'm all about that. I'm all about that for Christian McCaffrey, like what he did in the in the red zone. Third downs, touchdowns. Third downs and touchdowns. Those are the impacts that Christian McCaffrey can make that will make him more valuable, that will make that trade look good for the 49ers in the end and not what he does just as a pure running back, which was the point of the running backs don't matter stuff all along. Um, right. But- he had to
1: do the other stuff to to, to make it count. And he did. Oh, yeah, oh, now, he, like absolutely. you said, he, yeah. and he like- do it all the time. I, I posted about this on Twitter and – uh, shout out to QB school, uh, JT O'Sullivan. He responded and he sa- basically said, you, we still don't know, right? Because I answered, I, you know, I got excited. Like, oh man, you know, I had all these questions and right now it looks like, yeah, it's good. This was great. Awesome. He's everything. And JT Sullivan responded basically like, you know, it, it, good game, you know, but yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Let, and that's let's the, wait and see.
0: Yeah. That's the whole thing. You, you didn't trade for Christian McCaffrey to win a game in October. You want to see that in February right? Like, we want to see that game in February. Look, he's not going to have a touchdown pass. He might. Hell, may, <laughs> he's way underpaid if he's throwing a touchdown pass every game. It was a pretty ball. I want to see JTO Sullivan's breakdown of his uh, of his touchdown pass there. O- but,
1: almost a bad uh, fumble as well. Uh, shout out to Ray Ray McLeod. He was Johnny on the spot. He,
0: was it? I thought it was um, I thought it was Kittle that jumped on the fumble. Did he have two fumbles? You're muted. I think you're muted, crack.
1: Oh, maybe the 49ers had two fumbles. It might not. Oh, have no, been. I thought it was Ray McCloud. I thought McCloud was on the ground. The ball popped straight up, and I think he let the ball go because, and it kind of makes sense. When your leg is kind of caught under you a little bit, that's that's what it looked like. I saw his yeah, leg no. was caught underneath him, and then that's when you kind of just like let go of the ball. The first thing you do is let go of the ball to try to protect your <laughs> your ligaments.
0: Uh, the, so there's yeah. So Philip says first one was ruled incomplete. That's right. The one that the one that Kittle jumped on that was ruled an incomplete pass. It wasn't a fumble after all. That's right. So yeah, he did have the one fumble. Good call. Thank you. That's that's why we need the chat sometimes to uh, keep us straight on some of these things. Okay. Um, more on Christian McCaffrey. There's there's a couple things that I love from Christian McCaffrey. We talked about a lot of very. There's one thing I did not like from Kyle Shanahan is more Shanahan than McCaffrey in this game. Uh, I want to talk about the coaching because I think it's really interesting how the coaching staff arc was in this football game, Croc, from first half to the second half, and even after the start of the second half. And, of course, we're going to give out some game balls, as we always do every time when we do our post-game rapid react. Some of the other biggest plays and players from week eight in this massive 49ers 31-14 win over the Los Angeles Rams. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp on Therapy Online. Life doesn't come with a user's manual. Uh, Unfortunately, it does not. And sometimes you need some help becoming the best problem solver you can. And sometimes when uh, things aren't working for you and life can feel like you're putting together an an IKEA desk and maybe you feel like you're missing some pieces and you go back in, you can't find your pieces and you don't have that manual to help you figure it out. That's totally normal for you to feel stuck in some cases you can't figure out how to get through some of the problems some of the challenges that you face some of the emotions you face and some of the the productivity you might be losing and the coping skills that you can develop through therapy that's what makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you BetterHelp help has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists it's convenient secure and accessible anywhere 100 percent online however you prefer to speak with your therapist video chats uh if it's if text is better you can do it your way with better help everyone deserves to feel their best better help makes it easier to get started as the world's largest largest therapy service they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100 percent online. I know what it feels like when sometimes you just can't figure things out on your own. On your own, You need that help. You need that weekly check-in just to make sure you're hitting the checkpoints in your life to get where you're trying to go and BetterHelp can help. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% on your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's BetterHelp, better h-e-l-p dot slash locked on. Thanks again, everybody, for making Locked On 49ers your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts like Eric Crocker and Brian Peacock. In fact, I'm on the Monday episode of Locked On Sports talking about this 49ers win and Christian McCaffrey. Insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Kroc, when I was on with Peter Bukowski on the Locked On Sports Today podcast, he asked me a question. He said, because a a lot of times we get as analysts and, and we cover the 49ers, we really focus on what the 49ers did to win or lose a game. Fans really do that extremely. You know, the 49ers won the game. The 49ers lost the game. The 49ers have the best players. The 49ers have the worst players. And Peter asked me, he said, was the 49ers defense in this game a function of the 49ers defense looking more like they did in the first five weeks of the season, or just a really bad place that the Los Angeles Rams offense is in with their offensive line and having no playmakers outside of Cooper cup. What do you think about that question? Croc?
1: The Rams offense, I think it's just kind of bad. And that's been a trend as of late. One of my brothers was asking about kind of betting on the game. And I said, listen, dude, the, the, the Rams, they have one of the worst offenses in the league. And so that's consistent, right? Like by this time in the year, you have a larger sample size of what teams are and what they aren't. And they are heavily dependent on Cooper Cup, who we've talked a lot about adjustments, making the adjustments in the second half. And it wasn't just the offense in this game. It was also (laughs) it was also the defense and D'Amico Ryans and, you know, two early touchdowns by the Rams. And you're looking like, okay, here we go. And nothing after that, nothing at all. And uh, they had some other guys that started to make some plays. There was Allen Robinson. He came alive a little bit. You didn't really see him at all in the first meeting. Cooper Cup had like 70 yards heading into the halftime and finished the game with like 75 yards. So they did a really t- terrific job of slowing him down. I think he had a catch for a couple yards at the end of the game where he got hurt. Hopefully he's okay. But overall, I thought, you know, defensively, they did a terrific job of really kind of treating the, the Rams' deep, uh, offense how it should be treated, which is that of a bad offense. They did a terrific job.
0: DJB says D'Amico Ryan's adjustments in the second half was huge. That deserves a game ball. We'll see if D'Amico gets a game ball here. And it's interesting because through the first half and really the beginning, there was some really good stuff that I liked from Kyle Shanahan in the first half. There was, I like how they came out with, came out with a dual halfback look. And I feel like they didn't really go to it much after the first few plays of the game, seeing Jeff Wilson and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield at the same time. Um, and, and I think those are some good looks, some new wrinkles that Kyle Shanahan, he threw the ball to his running backs a lot more than he ever has, which he has to, if he has Christian McCaffrey on the team. So I love that kind of stuff. Um, but there was a point, especially to start the third quarter, remember that series where the 49ers couldn't get their personnel in and out of the game. Like they wanted to, they had to call a bad timeout. Kyle Shanahan looked upset. He looked over to Anthony Lynn like he wanted to blame him for something. Uh, and it was like, you know, there's definitely something bad on the sideline there. Just bad vibes. 49ers kind of got stagnant in the game. The defense, you're a little bit worried. Were the Rams going to go beat the 49ers? It seemed like the Rams were out coaching the 49ers at one point in that game. And even to start the third quarter, they had that series. There was the timeout. Drive stalled. Then Jimmy throws the ball to Jalen Ramsey. Can't catch it. And then there was a sack because um on the very next play to end the drive where spencer burford's like not looking when the ball snapped because they're you know they're going silent count or something waiting for the you know whatever it was and it's just a a free runner that jimmy garoppolo gets sacked and that was the end of the drive and from that point it's like oh man then the niners are getting out coached in this game and i was not expecting what happened the rest of the game after that to see the Boom, 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 touchdown defense, just completely stonewalling the Rams from that point forward. So it was like the coaching staff was like both really good and kind of bad in this game because there were some really bad mistakes and the team looked out of sync for a lot of the game as well through some of the first half and the very beginning of the second half. And then all of a sudden, Everything they did was perfect and right. So it was a wild game for the coaching staff. I don't know if they were great or bad in this game. In the end, they got the win. So I guess you give them the <laughs> thumbs up. But there were some really bad moments for, I think, the coaching staff and how discombobulated was the word I used. The team looked I at in the game.
1: Yeah, they they did some very, I guess, interesting things that I typically disagree with. But it's something that they've done even in the games where they were lights out defensively. But They leave their like linebackers in, in my opinion, just a little too much. When you're in the obvious passing situations, get some extra defensive backs on the field. I don't think that there should be a scenario where you're like, all right, uh, Gibson, you got to play slot on Allen. you got to play man-to-man coverage on the Allen Robinson in the slot. Like that's not his strong point. Get one of your pure coverage guys to line up down there, and they've done a lot of. I end up in base defense against like 11 personnel. And they've done a little bit less with Jimmy Warden uh, as of late, but even then they're kind of outmanned in the sense of who they have out there that's a true coverage guy. And there were a couple of times where I saw Jimmy Ward covering a slot on one side, but then, and I think it was number 18 for the Rams, but then you have Cooper Cup on the other side in the slot. Then you have kind of a linebacker there who you know is going to end up being matched up in space against them. And again, it, it works second half. So that is awesome. But if I were a team offensively, that's something that I would look to really take advantage of. And they did for the touchdown, touchdown back in the end zone. It was Cooper Cup. Well, yeah. who was covering them? It was Oren Burks, who yeah. was responsible for going vertical with him, carrying him uh, through the middle of the field. And they put Fred Warner in that situation. That's fine. Fred Warner is yeah. terrific coverage guy for the most part but even then you don't you don't want it's a little risky when you start getting the other guys out there especially Oren Bur- Burks who's more of a special teams ace as opposed to just a pure coverage guy he did have a nice play uh it was a pass breakup on Cooper Cup so I don't want to just say oh man he was just terrible but still let, let me get my coverage guys out there and not Oren Burks having to make plays in space with Cooper Cup
0: yeah in like the Burks play it wasn't you know, he wasn't a man coverage. It was a zone. But it's almost like, you know how the offense has two plays called and you don't get the look you like and you check out of it. That's one of those where you know what your coverages are and you see Cooper Cup in the slot. That's one where you kind of want to check out of that. that. That's not a coverage you want because you don't – if you know your middle of the field defender is Oren Burks and Cooper Cup's lined up in the slot, that's just a bad matchup. And I don't like that at all. So, um
1: Well, well Cooper Cup is a bad matchup. Against your your best, your best, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, yeah. w- w- and sometimes you see some freelancing there, where you'll see him kind of hook up in an area and just kind of really find the soft spot. And it's not a true route. It's just hey, I'm going to work to this area, find the opening, and then he's going to be on the same page with Matthew Stafford, and that's tough with your best covers guys out there in space. Let alone a linebacker, Ar- or Brooks, who again, I want to say, Ar- Oran Burks. Guys, name is hard to say, but Burks did a terrific job. Breaking that one pass up. But even then uh okay, once, twice, okay, you get kind of that situation. I just thought it was a few too many times for my liking. Lucky for the 49ers, that wasn't something that bit them in the butt uh too much. They made it a little bit maybe tighter early on in the game than it had to be.
0: Niners ninety four says Peacock hoping for a Christian McCaffrey injury, just to be right. I mean, you guys can't be farther from the truth. There's people that really want to hate on, on things when, look, I, I tell you the truth. I tell you how I feel about things. I don't like trading for a running back. Um, and I've explained every reason why, if you, if you haven't heard it on today's podcast, the beginning, which is no different than what I've said about it in the past in those podcasts. And if if you're, feeling that way about it, then that's cool. You can think what you want about it. But I'm definitely not rooting for a player to get hurt. I'm rooting for Christian McCaffrey to do big things. He's a talented guy. I knew he was going to do big things in Kyle Shanahan's offense. I said that right away. He was going to be fun, and he was a lot of fun in this game. We'll see if it ends up working out for the 49ers. Uh, I worry about you know just the, the tread on the tires and how much he's going to be used. But my question now is, Croc, we saw how he's used in this game. No Debo Samuel. So when Debo Samuel is back, does the usage change? Do, is there fewer targets for Debo in the pack or fewer targets for McCaffrey in the passing game or do you give like I I, I I'm fascinated to know how that's going to look cuz we still haven't seen the fully operational Christian McCaffrey with healthy Debo Samuel which we should see after the buy. so I wonder how that's going to look is it going to be like both guys kind of playing that wide back OW role interchangeable is it going to be more one guy's receiver one guy's running back Uh, I can't wait to see what that looks like. And does it just take away from like, do do we not see any more games where Christian McCaffrey is such a big featured part of the game, just because you have Debo and you don't have to give him the ball as much.
1: I think just having the threat of both of those guys and and how uh, defenses are going to have to try to figure out how to defend that. I think that's an awesome problem to have. If you're Kyle Shanahan trying to figure out, okay, how many touches do I give uh, Debo Samuel? How many touches do I I get uh, Christian McCaffrey and maybe Christian McCaffrey, Doesn't do as much in the passing game, but watching it, I said, you know what? They're they're just finding mismatches, and I thought he did a terrific job of catching the ball and then cutting back, you know, knifing upfield right now, getting the extra yards, making guys miss the space, and and, uh, you want to continue to do that as well as whatever you want to do with Debo Samuel. So uh, I still think they're kind of different. I guess, no, they're actually closer to being the same player, but their usage (laughs) will still be a lot different.
0: Yeah, I think their usage will be different just because of the letters next to their name. One guy says WR, the other guy says RB. But man, they are very similar. Even the way they win, they win in short area burst. Neither one of them is 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 like a burner. Um they 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 both are so good at breaking tackles. They, they, they play a little bit different that way because McCaffrey's more about his burst and making guys miss a little bit more in space. And Debo Samuel is a little bit more about, you know, just blowing through the door um, and he, he can make you miss as well, but you know, he's blowing through arm tackles a little bit more, but it's some, some, some similarities there with both of those guys. So uh, it's going to be fascinating to see how that works out with both Debo and Christian McCaffrey. If they cut into each other's workload or if it just makes some double dynamic because a defense can't key on either one. And that's what's, What's it what excites me there with both of those guys? Uh um,
1: Hey Peacock, real quick. Yeah. How quickly did Jeff Wilson get kicked to the curb? I mean, this was a guy who they were just handing the rock to uh continuously and then all of a sudden I don't think he got a touch in the entire first half. And he got a he, few carries in the second half, but even then he nothing to really get him going. But uh that was something where I wasn't anticipating them going against or away from Jeff Wilson.
0: He started. He he got the he he started with McCaffrey, and he got the first touch of the game on the first play. Okay, and then they 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 did the dual halfback thing again on the second play. It went to McCaffrey, and then he was gone.
1: He's on yeah, the trade block. Did you yeah, see that?
0: Yeah. So that's the other thing is is now Jeff Wilson on the trade block because they know after the bye week they might be getting uh, Elijah Mitchell back. Ty Davis Price did not at all make an appearance in this game, you know, so looking like judging by judging by what we know from Kyle Shanahan in the past, this is what worries me a little bit about the longevity of Christian McCaffrey that we know he likes to stick with one guy and he did it in this game. And that's my biggest problem with Kyle Shanahan in this game was the last three carries of the game. Garbage time still was handing the ball to Christian McCaffrey. Get him stop the that. stop doing that. Get him the heck out of the game. Like I was like, oh my god, if he gets hurt on one of these garbage time carries, that would be just be crushing for the Forty Niners fan base and the team. He,
1: he did that with Elijah Mitchell when Elijah Mitchell had broken ribs, broken knee, broken fingers, and he's like, no, nah, we're just gonna give you 27 carries even though we're up 21. Like, stop doing that, Kyle. Get Tivis Price in the game and just hand the ball off to him. Maybe he didn't trust these other guys and he's like, oh, he's going to fumble. Because Jeff Wilson, too, you know, he's somebody that could fumble. Obviously, we saw McCaffrey put it on the ground twice. So they all proved that they'll put the ball on the ground. Like, dude, but stop giving it to Christian McCaffrey in this moment. Too uh, important right now. Give the tight of price for anybody. Give it to Jordan Mason. Give it to somebody else. Yeah, give stop some- giving it to Christian McCaffrey.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree there. All right, we got to give out some game balls, Crock, from this 31 14 win by the san francisco 49ers over the los angeles rams whether you're looking to pop the question you have a milestone moment you want to celebrate or just let your love sparkle maybe get something for mom the special person in your life blue nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable i got to Anniversary coming up. Oh, I still haven't figured out. Don't tell my wife. I haven't figured out what exactly I'm gonna get for that yet. I'm right Blue there Nile with you, you November twenty third. <laughs> oh, you do okay. There you go. Uh, the original online jeweler Blue Nile offers the largest selection crock of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. And if you're like me, and you're not good at shopping for those types of things, Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand twenty four seven, available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift, the perfect gift at every budget. Show So shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. All Blue Nile orders are insured, shipped for free, and in discreet packaging, so nobody knows what's going on when that little package shows up on your doorstep, especially the person that might be spying on something that might be for them. They also offer overnight shipping if you are in a rush, make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com and use code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's Blue Nile, B L U E N I L E.com, promo code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. BlueNile.com, promo code locked on. Game Balls Croc, I, I, I'm going to let you go first you are in the house. Yeah. What brought the house down the most? I have a feeling I know who it is.
1: Is it safe to mention Jimmy Garoppolo? Because, <laughs> you know, sometimes we mention him, and they're like, Crock, he did the bare minimum. He didn't do anything. But today I thought Jimmy Garoppolo was really good, especially when he kind of got in the groove, made some key third down uh, plays. The touchdown at Christian McCaffrey, and obviously Christian McCaffrey did a lot there, climbing the ladder. But I'll tell you when Jimmy Garoppolo is at his worst. Jimmy Garoppolo is at his worst working late in downs. And that was one where he started to get a little frantic in the pocket. And I'm like, man, I I don't know what he's doing. Then he floats the ball in the back of the end zone. I'm like, is he throwing the ball away? Then you see the touchdown pass. So uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he has to get the first game ball. I don't know what his final numbers are. I think he screwed my guy, Greg Pinelli, out of a prize pick uh, uh, over or higher on the numbers because I think he needed like 237.5 yards and it was like 237. It was he was a half yard away from hitting because of Jimmy Garoppolo. But aside from that, I thought Jimmy Garoppolo had a terrific game and uh, threw the ball well, it stretched the field. And it, what was it like a screen and go? They threw the ball tight end. Uh, it, it was Russ Ross Willie, I believe, yeah. uh, down the field. I thought that was terrific there. So uh, came up a hair short. I think he was a little late. On the deep ball early in the game to Ray Ray McLeod. And it's like, man, yeah. get the ball out there a little quicker. Yeah, a little but quicker. A little, little overall. Little you you can nitpick at certain throws for all quarterbacks. I thought Jimmy Garoppolo was terrific today.
0: There, there was really three throws not to like. Two of them that could have been picked off, maybe, if uh but as we all know that DBs can't catch and Jalen Rabsey couldn't uh come up with those one one look like it really should have been probably an interception.
1: Uh, uh I, I gotta I gotta defend my DBs. All right. So the first one with Ramsey, it was over the middle. I mean, he jumped up and it looked like they kind of maybe had a bracket on George Kittle and he was kind of forcing the ball to him. Yeah. He was able to just knock the ball away. But the other one, I don't think that I don't think Ramsey was like expecting the ball come to him right there and that hard. Right. I mean, he literally was maybe five yards away and you got Jimmy firing a ball over the middle and it just kind of, Oh, he's not throwing then, Oh, there's the ball. And that it gets kind of surprise you a little bit and make it tough to catch. So that's just me defending the DBs, but yeah, glad he didn't catch it.
0: It was like one of the balls when Jimmy throws a little high to someone on a short pass and they pop it up in the air. It was the same type of thing. Those are hard to catch. It's like, Oh, it's on you quick and your hands aren't as high when, it, when it's because he's trying to get over him. So, um, it could have gone worse for Jimmy. Uh, I think, you know, but this is what we've seen from Jimmy, especially like a couple weeks ago, he had a game. He wasn't helped out with his receivers. He was helped out a lot more in this game. And I think he played equally well in both those games. His numbers look better in this game. He was 21 of, he only had four incompletions, Croc 21 of 25 passing super efficient. There two touchdowns, no interceptions, but yeah, 235. So not, you know, powerhouse numbers as far as yardage, 235 passing yards and under, unfortunately, uh, Pinelli didn't get to to have the more than on the those uh passing yards 132.5 quarterback rating in this one for jimmy g so a really good game Uh, i'm glad you did it because people get mad when i try to give jimmy garoppolo a game ball uh adam asked the question can i give a game ball to a running back you know what adam i cannot give a game ball to a running back but you know what i can do is give a game ball to an ow like christian mccaffrey who's doing his best to try to make everybody who doubted this trade wrong uh he was phenomenal I mean uh, I loved what I saw from Christian McCaffrey he's so fun to watch all I mean all facets of the game the dude threw a touchdown pass in this game so that was super fun to watch that was awesome I'm sure the fan base was going crazy there at SoFi watching Christian McCaffrey do his thing crossing fingers that uh, that he does stay healthy and that he can handle the the workload if he continues to get the ball this much for the 49ers. But if he continues to get the ball this much and is making plays like that in the passing game, third downs and touchdowns, that is what it's all about, man. That's where the value is coming in. And it's, it's to the point where I hope Kyle Shanahan almost like pretends that he just traded for Cooper cup instead of Christian McCaffrey, like feature him that much in the passing game. Right. And let some other guys take some carries in the backfield to take that workload off him, especially when Elijah Mitchell comes back. So um, awesome seeing Christian McCaffrey doing big things for the 49ers and was super impactful in this game. Like he he was, it was really fun to watch. So if you can keep that up for three years and you can tell me he's not getting (laughs) hurt. The 49ers won this game massively and won the trade massively and they won this game massively as well.
1: they did there, there are some groups that i want to give a game ball to but i'm going to start with one group in particular and it's the coaching staff i've gotten on this coaching staff about being disciplined and playing that style of football and let's look at some numbers here all right the 49ers the 49ers penalties that's been the big issue for the 49ers right three penalties for eight yards Three for eight yards. You do that, you're going to win some football games. And then the other number that's a little bit more important here, turnovers, zero. Now, they, they didn't get any takeaways, but not hurting yourself, turning the ball over. I think that's something that was big time, too. So, uh, discipline brand of football, and I've been asking that question, like, where does it start? It starts at the top, and I thought this game, they came out much more disciplined overall.
0: Dana says, everyone said the stadium shook on the Christian McCaffrey touchdown. Did you feel the shake? You feel the... Uh... It was rocking.
1: It was rocking. <laughs> who's house? <Christian laughs> hey, for, first of all, they do the who's house thing. And I think 49er fans are responding our house. So it gets really loud. And I, I think they're assuming like, oh, it's, you know, it's the Ram. Like, dude. Look around. It's like eighty percent Forty Nineers fans in here. My wife is right here. She'll tell you. You look left. You look right. You look down. Forty Nineers fans everywhere. It, it was crazy. I heard them on the broadcast say it was like closer to fifty-fifty. It was not. Not even close.
0: That's genius on their part, though, to make it um, to make it sort of vague, because our both both uh, fan bases can say our house. Smart by the Rams to do that. So it's not like. Right.
1: We've got a boo or something. Boo. <laughs> oh,
0: good stuff. Any more game balls, Croc. Uh I've seen a lot of yeah. nominations for Fred Warner, and I think he did have a really good game this week, especially compared to the last week. People were down on him. And um and maybe he even, you know, read some of his press clippings there. But uh he was yeah. he was on fire, man. Uh he, he rocked. Uh, was it I think it was Rivers in the backfield on on one play. It was like he was just on fire. I really loved what I saw from Fred Warner out there. There was one play
1: he like dove over someone like Superman and speared a guy while he was in the air. I said, oh my goodness, this dude, he was flying around all game long. I do want to give a game ball to Ray-Ray McLeod. I thought he did a terrific job on special teams, uh, flipping field position, really good returns, breaking tackles, finding creases. Uh, wasn't able to really get going in the passing game, but it did a terrific job making an impact on special teams.
0: Trying to find some in the chat. I know I, know I saw some uh, nominees for Ray Ray McLeod as well earlier. So that's a good one. Did you Did you think he maybe could have done a little bit more to help Jimmy on the deep ball come back for a little bit more? I know he's not he the best guy. That's not really his strength. He kind of did. He kind of did wait on it rather than going up strong for it.
1: it. It looked like he waited on it, but I kind of saw it late. I was kind of following the play and looking at some concepts, and then I didn't see him down. I think it was uh, Brandon Ayuk. I think it was wide open, and he threw it deep. Fine, like we wanted to see you push the ball down the field, uh, but I wasn't able to see it because they didn't show the replay of that in the in the stadium. But I text my buddies, and they said he was just late. He was late on the throw.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the, the throw was a little little short. He had him. Um, got it out earlier, got it out a little bit deeper. Um, so yeah, you're nitpicking when you're asking someone to help you out, but you know, that's why they're that's why those are low percentage throws. But man, I've liked what I've seen from Jimmy letting some of those fly, and and they got to keep letting those fly because eventually they're going to hit some, they're going to get some PIs like good things can happen on those plays. So even though the 49ers haven't hit a lot of them, I know it's like 0 for 6 with Danny Gray, get him in the game, give him a couple reps too. Um, you know, maybe Ray Ray McCloud's not the right guy. For for those deep balls, maybe you know try to scheme it up for somebody else instead. Maybe even Christian McCaffrey, who knows. Although you know McCaffrey, the, his thing isn't necessarily deep speed. Um, you you want to utilize him underneath uh, underneath as well. But I don't know. But uh, we're nitpicking at this point because fantastic win crock going into the bye week four and four this was huge right how big was this win for the 49ers to be four and four going into bye can lick their wounds a little bit get healthy to make that run in the second half the seahawks won again so they're only looking up at the seahawks but crock we saw the seahawks a few weeks ago that's not a team that scares you you're not worried about the seattle seahawks right now right the 49ers just need to sit back at the bye week worry about getting themselves right
1: yeah and not just being, you know, four and four again the 500, having a bye week, like you said, look your wounds, get some guys healthy. But I think even more importantly, the 49ers right now are three and zero in the division, and that's huge. Only those uh, head-to-head matchups, as it pertains to maybe later down the line, it's tight right now. You're you're what a half game behind the uh, Seattle Seahawks, so you're gonna have to play them again eventually. And if you can win that one, I mean, you you know. That, that'd be big. So right now, Fortnite is doing a terrific job handling business in the NFC West. And and I think that's an underrated storyline with what's going on right now.
0: And the defense is only going to get better as they get healthier, too. So if that defense is doing what they did in the first five weeks of the season, in the second half of the year, you get Elijah Mitchell back as well. You're adding in McCaffrey with Debo. We still haven't seen how defense – like. Good luck. Defensive coordinators trying to figure out where the ball is going to go when Debo's back there with Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey's going to have another. I mean, He's still only had one week of practice. He'll have another full uh, bye week to really um, get deeper into the playbook. So it's going to be a fun second half of the year. And this was a big one for the 49ers to get back to 500 and then now get healthy for the next week as they get ready for week Uh, 10 week, 10 with the buy in week nine. All right. Good stuff. Thanks everybody for making locked on 49ers your first listen. Make sure you check out locked on sports today. Make sure you check out Croc on locked on NFL draft. I'm doing Peacock and Williamson covering the entire league every single day here on the locked on podcast network and Croc and I will be back tomorrow right here. Locked on 49ers.